if your life's starting to look like every day looks like the last and every day looks like this this ongoing um, eternity of just weekend yeah. that is a problem because you will you will lose track of you know the important things in your life because any any time we look back and it's hard to see what we had gotten accomplished for that day that week that month um, it, it's a problem that was Ben Tages talking about the dangers of not goal setting and not living an intentional life, even in retirement. Jared Sebesta here on Retire Repurposed. In this podcast, we're going to give you the framework to best utilize your time, your talent, and your treasure in a way to create a 2024 that is not only fulfilling, but one where you are growing and thriving in your retirement. Enjoy this episode. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. So glad that you're joining us here on Retire Repurpose. We're going to have a great show today. We're going to talk about mapping out your 2024. And yes, even you as a retiree and a pre-retiree, it is important that you map out um, your year. Set specific goals, but have a specific framework to follow. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. Uh, we spent a lot of time uh, talking about different mindsets uh, going into this brand new year. We talked about the art of creation. We, tar- we talked a lot about uh, different books that you can read. There was one specific book that we brought up on the show a number of times called The Gap in the Gain, written by Dr. Benjamin Hardy and strategic coach Dan Sullivan. This is talking about a mindset where we always look back uh, and really uh, value the gains that we made and the progress that we made. If you haven't done that already, by the way, uh, starting into a new year, if you've had some time to reflect or haven't had a chance to do that, encourage you to do that. Go back. I did this with my family not too long ago where I actually went back and I looked at all the pictures that I took with my family over the last year. And there were so many experiences that happened. And it really was a valuable exercise to do because it made me realize, you know what? There has been progress. There has been a lot of things that have happened that uh, are, are worth celebrating. Celebrating, And if we're honest with ourselves, uh, there's something that you can take away from every single one of you every single year uh, in in the growth department. So uh, that's what we've been talking about. And last week, uh, we talked about having openness. The the, the ticket for you having a great 2024, even for a retiree, uh, may be having kind of an open mind to new experiences. Ben Tages joins me on the show now. And last week's show, Ben, we talked about uh, the story that you had recently picking up a hitchhiker, which typically isn't something that you would normally do, but you went out on a limb, you did it, and you learned some valuable lessons from it. Yeah, I probably don't recommend picking up hitchhikers, Jared, uh, but I recommend um, being open to uh, what God is going to show you that day. And and for me, uh, that particular day, um, I was I was working on that. I was trying to be more open to what's next. And as I kind of drove into work, there was a hitchhiker. And um, after I picked him up and spent a little time with him, I realized that God put him in my life. Mm. And had I just kept driving. Um, I would have never learned uh, more about myself even that 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 morning. So um, I, I, th- I just want our listeners to be open to some change this year. Be mm-hmm. open to saying yes. Be open to um, you know asking God for what can I do to make a difference in somebody else's life today. Yeah, and just see what happens. I, I think that there is something really special in saying 
no. But there's also really something special in saying yes to where, um, again, could you challenge old mindsets, the way that you've always done it, maybe the, the, the way that you've always been taught. Um, I've always seen growth in my life when I'm able to step out of my comfort zone uh, and do that. And typically, if you look back, uh, that's when the memorable experiences come. You said something last week that I thought was really interesting, talking about the mundane versus the memorable. Do you remember what, what, what that was about? Well, yeah, I think if you if you want to live a life that's that's worth telling a story about, mm-hmm. you 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 can't just do whatever else is doing. You've got to do something different. So I don't think, in fact, I know that that the mundane never makes a good memory. Mm-hmm. It's just the same, right? And um, it segues nice into our show today, Jared. I yeah. mean, that's what we're talking about. Is like if you want more of what last year was, do the exact same thing. And if you want to make changes, you want to make improvements. Um, you you have to look at doing something different. Mm-hmm. And and for me, um, I, I try to get people to live their life that is worth telling the story about. Yeah. And uh, that, that means sometimes picking up a hitchhiker. That means sometimes um, doing something that you normally wouldn't do for yeah. a retiree, especially if they're, if they're listening today. It's like, I would... I would much rather um, do things that I, I can I can tell my kids and grandkids about someday. I think that's a great point, living a life worthy of telling a story. That's a great little nugget. Uh, if you missed any of the shows, including last week's show on being open uh, and having a great 2024, go back, find us on your uh, favorite podcasting platform. We're all over the place. Uh, but make sure you go back and listen to those shows. And better yet, share them. Perhaps you've got somebody in your life um, that needs to hear this message. Please feel free to share this content with people in your life that you think need it. Well, on today's show, Ben, we're going to talk about mapping out your 2024. There's going to be a specific framework and template that we're going to show people uh, by which to really map out their 2024 so this year just doesn't end up looking like last year in repeat. And really, this comes down to intentionality. As we were building out this show, Ben, that's the word that kept uh, coming to mind. Uh, Before we get started, first, let's just say, say this or at least cover this point. Is it too much to ask that we are suggesting to retirees that they actually go into to a year with a very specific plan for their life, perhaps even more so than what they had when they were working? No, I think it's incredibly important, Jared. Um, there's one thing that we know from working with now thousands of retirees is that their job gave them milestones, it gave them guardrails, it gave them things to look forward to, it gave them, um, yeah, again, a a structure mm-hmm. to what they were doing. Yep. And, and I think it's so important uh, that people continue that type of life, right? Um, it, when you, when pe- we hear people say things like, you know, what day is it? Well, I don't know. It's like, you know, every day's a Saturday. You hear yep. that comment, you think, okay, if you're beginning, if your life's starting to look like, Every day looks like the last, and every day looks mm-hmm. like this this ongoing um, eternity of just weekend. Yeah. That is a problem because you will, you will lose track of you know the important things in your life because mm-hmm. you know any any time we look back and it's hard to see um, what we had gotten accomplished for that day, that week, that month. Um, it, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so important, and I've tried to do this a little bit more with my, even my family, and I have younger kids. But really, 
uh, again, going through it and living intentionally and really getting there in your head, you know, like, where do you want to be in a year? And it sounds so cliche, especially coming after, uh, you know, the, the, just the turn of the year that we experienced uh, recently. But I think that that's really, really important. And it's, it's important for young people. It's important for people like you and I who have um, children still in the house and, and for retirees, again, the world's not going to tell you that. Uh, the, the world's going to tell you once you retire, now all of a sudden you don't have to do that. But again, to your point, Ben, it's just like um, if you're not doing that, it's just going to be play repeat, play repeat. And that's just not a, a great way um, to steward the life that we were given. There's going to be a specific framework, Ben, that we're going to talk about. First, let's give people kind of the three areas of their life um, that we're going to encourage them to plan out uh, over the course of a year. What are they? We're going to start with time, talent, and treasure. And I think you break your life into those three areas. Um, it really helps you see, you know, what are the, the things that I can, that I have some control over in my yeah. life. Now, um, we, we know uh, that time is the most valuable of those three um, because you can have all the talent and treasure in the world, but if you don't have time, it doesn't do any good, mm-hmm. right? Um, followed by talent and talent's highly important too, because you can have time and, and not have talent and meaning you're not, you either don't have the health, you don't have um, the ability to do things that you normally would have. And that time isn't as valuable. And the least important of those three is the treasure piece. And people oftentimes say us being, you know, a financial firm and working with, you know, retirement plans is, you know, the, the money's clearly the most important and it, it almost never is. In fact, the money is always needs to be the means. It's never the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. But I I would argue, um, if you can get these three areas of your life in check, moving in the right direction, uh, in in such a way where you're, you're evolving as a person and your life is, is growing. If it's in these three areas, I I think you're hitting home runs and that's why we're choosing uh, to use that as our framework. Let's talk about the, the, the time constraints. I don't think we're suggesting people, uh, to, to retirees that they make these lofty goals and you know say that at the end of the year we want to be here there's got to be a different um, time zones that we kind of break this down let's explain to people kind of the again a little bit further in the framework at, that we're uh, uh, suggesting that people create these goals by yeah so as we look at each of these Jared it's going to be important that you, we don't get overwhelmed by this massive goal from the beginning right it, it's too it's too easy to have this huge goal this life goal that you're going to you know almost regret like you're going to be like oh i wish i didn't set that big goal cuz now i've got to do this if we can move from having this overwhelming big goal into something bite sized and small something attainable mm-hmm. right it it makes it way more feasible mm-hmm. cuz you got to realize if if you fall short during just a day you got another day yep. coming tomorrow right yep. now if you fall short on this huge annual goal it, it takes a whole other year to get you caught up. Yep. So we're going to break it down. We're going to say, what do we have to do each year? Okay, what's the big picture goal? Mm-hmm. How about quarterly, weekly, and then daily? So we're going to break it all the way down. I, I think that's the key to the, to the mapping. You hear a lot of people talking about, you know, create a course, create a map uh, to, to achieve your goals. And I think that that's so important because I don't know, my tendency is that if I just stare at the big lofty goal, you know, the you, beginning of the year, you, you throw everything up on the marker board and you're just slapping numbers and slapping ideas there. It, it makes it too overwhelming to be like, okay, I've got to, I'm getting up today. It's Tuesday. Okay. Now what do I do? Like I've got all this work to do, but I don't know what to do. And I think that that, uh, a, that gives purpose and meaning to every day, but also to your point, I think it gives, it gives people a little bit of grace where it's like, you know what, if I didn't have the most productive day or the most intentional day, I've always got tomorrow. And I think that that's a, that's a 
big thing people need to hear. Yeah, if you fail today, there's tomorrow to look forward to. And you didn't fail in this entire... Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Big goal, right? Your your big picture, like I'm trying to become more like this person. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall short. Um, We all do that. But if it's just a daily, um, you know, mistake or a daily like setback, tomorrow you can get it better. Yeah, you're going to get sick. There's going to be an illness. It's going to take you off your feet. That's going to happen. And so that's why it's important to break these down. So the framework is through uh, time, talent, treasure. We're going to break them down yearly, break them down quarterly, weekly and daily. Ben, let's start with the treasure piece. What are some examples of setting an annual yearly goal with regards to treasure? I've had this conversation recently, Jared, with with several of our clients. And what's what we're coming back to is like, I want to be a generous person. Mm-hmm. I want to be known as somebody who's just generous. Um, I want to I want to believe that about myself and do whatever that takes, right? Mm-hmm. To be living in abundance, not scarcity, and just be very, very generous. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point. I think it's unless you're setting actual like giving goals and, and actual numbers, I think this whole idea of becoming and Benjamin Hardy talks a lot about about this in his books, um, this art of becoming. I think that's, a, that's an important piece, and I think that that's a great way um, to to frame it. Even the Bible does say it. It says, "Have it, have it, be a, joy, a joyful giver." Well, that's that's a becoming state. That's that's a state of character, and that's kind of what we're explaining. Yeah, and it starts now, right? Is I'm 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 trying to become this person who's generous. Guess what? That doesn't look like Jared. The way I used to go about it, I used to go about it was like, hey, we'd get to the end of the year and we'd mm-hmm. kind of add together how much income was for the business, and then we'd give you know our ten percent or hopefully more than that, and you'd be like, yeah, I'm a generous person. Right. That that isn't generous, hmm. Jared. That yeah. is that is very um, number one. It's legalistic. It's just kind of following what you know. Hey. God, you gave me this. Now here is some back for you. It's actually opposite of what the mm-hmm. Bible teaches in First Fruits. So if we're going to live more like a generous person, yeah. somebody who just yeah, I'm 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 here with my hands open. Yeah. It's going to look a lot different than just oh, I'm just going to go my day and at the end of the year figure out how much money we have right. and then give a portion back. So that's the annual goal to become more generous. What would be an example of now breaking that down into a quarterly goal? Well, I would start with probably. Um, trying to figure out who I want to I want to get closest to as far as who I'm going to bless, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe find, identify this quarter, one new nonprofit, um, one new charity that I want to become involved in. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the way to do it. Again, let's, let's take this thing down in bite-sized chunks. And the whole idea of the quarterly goal is that if I achieve my quarterly goals, I'm getting step-by-step step closer to that 
to that annual goal. Let's break it down even further. What about weekly? How can people uh, utilize this uh, on, on that time scale? Well, I, I would look at relationship building, right? Find somebody in an organization. Now that you know, kind of here's, here's, I've identified this charity, mm-hmm. find somebody that already supports them, maybe within your circle, find somebody that's done the due diligence that, um, understands what their, that charity's about. And if there's alignment with you and, and your beliefs, and then move into maybe just send the email. Mm-hmm. Um, make the phone call, get that int- introduction to somebody at the charity yep. so you can get to know them better. I, I, I really enjoy um, the weekly, we call them little state of the union addresses in our family. It's usually Sunday nights. We gather the kids and the wife around the table and we just say, hey, what's 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 up on the docket this week? We go over our schedules, anything we need to know about. And then I actually kind of get into this same type of routine, even with the kids, but say, hey, what do we got to do this week, you know, to accomplish these things that we have on our on our hearts and our minds that we want to do? What's how can we take the steps this week? Lots of times for me, it's just like there's five people I got to reach out to this week. I got to make contact with these people. Um, you got to find more information on this fill in the blank. One of my one of my daughters, she wants to uh, get into writing lessons um, this spring. So I said, hey, you know, by the end of the quarter, you've got to we've got to have those on the schedule. But to get them on the schedule, you're going to do some research. You're going to have to spend some time in your free time and Google who's doing this in the area. Talk to the neighbor. By the way, we have we live out in the country and our neighbors have horses. Talk to our neighbor. Maybe she could do it. Maybe she knows somebody. So these are like little mini actions that you can take. To me, uh, I love every facet of the timeline here, but those weekly ones are really, really important. Yeah, and you break it down further into the day, Jared, mm-hmm. and, and you look at what do I need to do today that's going to make those weekly things happen, right? So I'm like, make the call. Mm-hmm. Say a prayer. Um, give something, right, to the charity. Begin that conversation, right? And that that's how it all starts with just an incremental move mm-hmm. in that direction of eventually becoming a, a, a generous person. You have to do things. I mean, James Clear talks about that and he's getting, you know, a ton mm-hmm. of, uh, he's become extremely popular lately because he does just that. He's like, if I want to become this person, mm-hmm. I've got to do things that are, I think he says something like votes of, yeah. of, of, that's the person I am. So every day you're doing these little things that eventually turn me into a generous person. So for you, if you're, if you're, if you're listening to this, you're like, I want to be more generous. Well, it kind of starts with little votes each day and say, Mm -hmm. okay, I need to understand and put my heart into this, this new entity that I want to support and give them something. Yeah. I think it's really cool too. I think that we underestimate the power of a year. You know, if we do the little things, we make the little votes, like you said, James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits, um, those little votes add up uh, over the course of the year. And if you did them regularly, uh, I think that you would start to see, again, your character change. So, again, this is just one example. Like if your yearly goal when it comes to treasure is to become more generous, I think this is a really good breakdown on how to how to map that out. Let's talk about talent, Ben. How, what, what would be an example of a a yearly annual goal by the end of 2024 with regards to talent. So if you're of retirement age or not, maybe you're 44, Jared, and all of a sudden it's a new year and you want to be a little more healthy. You might say, I want to be a more active person. I want to be known as somebody who, who just, does things and that is more active and kind of lives countercultural to what, you know, quote unquote, older retired people should do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, Again, going back to this idea of being, who do you want to be at the end of the year? How do you want to live? What's that look like? 
for, for you and for some people it might be, uh, again, being a little bit more engaged. But as we've always said too, you know, uh, if you're not living, you're dying. That should also be part of this as well. How can you utilize um, your talents, meaning your experiences and, you know, your uniqueness to really uh, uh, get get going? If that's for you, then this is probably uh, uh, where you need to set those goals. Where's that look? What does that look like as uh, as we as we break those down a little bit further? Well, it does not look like it's usually means what it doesn't look like. It does not look like hey, I'm going to lose five pounds or lose ten pounds or whatever it is. I think it mm-hmm. needs to look like each quarter this year. I'm going to begin to find activities. Mm-hmm. Just start there. Just find yeah. what are the activities that I can see myself doing mm-hmm. that if I did them, people would say, "Yeah, that's an active. Yeah. That's a retiree living an active lifestyle." Yeah, pickleball comes to mind because that's like just everybody's doing pickleball. But you know, what is something that you can try? Maybe you don't know what that is. My youngest daughter says, "I want to. I want to find out." One one thing she said is, "I want to." I want to discover what my talent is. I'm like, well, you're going to have to do some experimenting. Look at life as a test. Look at this first quarter of the year to say, hey, I'm going to try out a couple of new things. Some of them may stick. Some of them may not. But you've got to make that initiative to go out and actually uh, see what is actually working. Let's say you find the gym. Let's say you find the hobby or or, or, or the, the, the thing that, that really kind of resonates with you. What does it look like more on a weekly schedule? Well, kind of like we looked at with the treasure, it gets a little more tactical. It's like I need to find somebody who is engaged in that activity already. Yeah. I want to talk to somebody. And by the way, maybe that person's willing to take you along with them and teach you some things. But let's just find the person who is living mm-hmm. that lifestyle and that is has the activity already built into their life yeah. and and simply find out who they are and do a little research. Yeah, I, I, I see that there's a reoccurring theme with the weekly ones. A lot of them is just like, you've got to get out there and like develop the relationship, find the person, find the, find the connection that can help you get this instilled with your life. Buy a book. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe one of your weekly goals is to like, Hey, I got to read I got to read two books on this thing this week or research one or buy one and get it and start it. Um, but really again, it's always this idea of growing and evolving how we, how we think and how we do life. I think that that's really interesting. What about on a daily, on a daily schedule? Again, a little bit more tactical, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's take the walk, right? Do the thing. I mean, it might not be that, that even aligned with that activity that you're doing but you have to if you're going to see yourself as an active person you have to begin at least taking a step or two right at least begin taking the morning walk at least say okay i'm going to stand up at my desk today i'm going to do things that an active person would do yeah and again going back to james clear he's just like i think he gave an example of if I can just get up in the morning and put on my, my my gym shorts and my sneakers, there's a 99% chance that I'm going to like go for a walk that day. I think it's re-engineering your biology where you may be in a rut to say I've always done it this way, but I'm going to like create a pardon disrupt, a pattern disrupt. I'm going to get up and I'm going to try something different and that's going to set the course for my day and I think that's why um, the dailies are just are really really important. Let's talk about time. Why don't you give us kind of an annual goal regarding time? Jared, one of the hardest things I've seen um, in my business is somebody who makes a comment like, uh, you know, where did the last 20 years go? Man, I, I retired early because I had all these things I wanted to do and they just kind of disappeared, right? My, the, the, the time is gone. And if I want to be somebody who doesn't just let the most impactful years of my life slip away, I'm, I'm the type of person that I want to be intentional mm-hmm. with each and every day. I'm going to be an intentional 
person with my time. So when we start talking about time, we're talking about relationships, spiritual aspects, you know, how, how do you best steward your time? Likely this is going to be with you know, your kids, your grandkids, spouse better fit in there. And again, from a spiritual aspect, obviously um, your relationship with the Lord. So again, I think, uh, how can I grow in those areas? Who do I want to become? Who do I see myself being? What kind of grandfather, grandparent, uh, um, spouse do I see myself being in a year? So again, let's break that down into the quarterly, uh, quarterly side. How, what's that look like? Well, if you can see, again, that relationship continues to be the same and, and you answer the question of what's different this year compared to last year with my relationship with whether it be God, uh, you know, my, my spouse, whatever, it, it mm-hmm. starts by saying, okay, I need to find something this quarter to move the needle, find something to look forward to. I think everybody has to have something to look forward to. If your time and relationship was with your spouse, Mm -hmm. then book something this quarter, get something that you're going to do together. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's important. And especially when it comes to your family, if they had uh, something a little bit on the bigger side to look forward to, whether that's just a, a quick little getaway or, or, or a day at grandpa and grandma's or something like that, I think that that's really important, but it's a little bit on the bigger side, but there always needs to be something um, on that calendar. Let's talk about on a weekly, uh, weekly timestamp. What's that look like? Well, Jared, it means take the date night. You know, for, for me, that's the one I'm going to be working on is like you have to get back to having that date night with your spouse. Um, it has to be something, you know, maybe it's seeing your grandchildren's every single week or making, a, you know, putting that into your schedule yeah. so that you stay, you know, and, and really use that time to the best of your ability. I think, too, I, a lot of people are scared to do this because they don't know what to do, might be a little awkward. Um, you know, maybe there's a, there's a disconnect with certain people in your life, maybe, but you know, that's how you build it. You know, if you did that every single week, week after week after week, your relationship with them would look insanely different, whether it's your spouse, kids, or grandkids, or or friend, or, or uh, an acquaintance that you've lost touch with. And so, again, I challenge people not, not to let the, uh, the fear of the big goal hamper you from giving yourself maybe um, those little tiny votes. Finally, let's wrap it up with this. What's kind of people need to do on the dailies when it comes to this? Well, dear, when it comes to each day, you know, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of journaling. And even if it's not like an official journal, write something down. I was grateful for this today. Here's what I'm going to try for tomorrow. But that helps you really, you know, build that, you know, that differentiation from one day to the next. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.